Hey, beautiful friends. I hope you're having an amazing week. I just want to share with you this week, we're going to talk about new routines as it relates to physical and emotional health. Remember last week, I shared how it's very important when we get super honest about how alcohol is affecting our health, being it physical or emotional. So then what's next? Where do we go from there once we create the honesty? We're going to talk about that in just a few minutes. First, I just want to share with you, you know, I mentioned last week that I'm creating, it's in the works, a stop over drinking roadmap. And I know that you're going to want to jump on this. And it's, it's really cool because I got an email this week and it said, I discovered your help 48 hours ago and my life is already changing. So it shows me that this podcast is reaching so many women and I get those off and on throughout the week with just little testimonies. And I know some of you are, have experienced being able to walk through this podcast and stop drinking on your own. And some of you have begun to have new awarenesses and you're making changes, but you just need that extra level of guidance and accountability. That's what this program is for. And I created it so that more of you, because there's only one me, and yes, I am at capacity right now with one-on-one coaching, which is a beautiful thing. However, I know there's so many of you that really need the guidance and the community and the accountability, and you can do this. You can walk through this, and then you have the opportunity down the road where if we need some deep dive private sessions to support some deeper work for you, I am here for it because typically when we uncover and we we take off the layer of drinking, we do need to go a little deeper and work on some stuff. However, in this course, it's going to help you do that. The guidelines are there and I've created a Facebook community to where we're all in this together. You're going to be on the same journey with other women. It's going to be ongoing. There'll be monthly coaching in there. And really what this is for is mainly if you are, especially a Christian woman, who has really come to the place where you know that you are sick and tired of over drinking and you know it's become a problem for you, it's not serving you anymore, but yet you're still struggling to do this on your own. You're still hiding, you're negotiating, but you know that you don't have time to go to meetings and that's not for you anyway. We know that's not what you need and you don't really want to out yourself to your friends because they just really don't get it. I, I'm guessing there's probably a lot of women in your friend group that probably struggle with over drinking as well, but they may not have discovered this podcast or they may not have the awareness yet. So... We'll talk about stuff like that inside the group too. So what happens when you make new decisions and declarations and you begin to move, remove drinking, what does that look like inside of your friendships to help you navigate through that? That's the importance of this community and having these conversations and bringing these questions to the table so you can be coached around it and we can have ideas for each other and it's going to be fantastic. But here's the deal. It's going to be something that you will use the rest of your life. And I've created it based on my journey because I know, I know how it feels (laughs) to spend so many hours thinking about drinking, navigating, negotiating, choosing what to do and not to do, where I'm going to go and where I'm not going to go, 
all the things. I just, I get it. Looking on the menu, like even I spoke with someone recently, just that whole navigating when you're looking at the choices of the percentage of alcohol, you know, like, oh, I'm going to go for this wine instead of beer today because I really know that it's going to be stronger. Just that's the things that we want to work through so that you can be set free and you're not trapped, right? You're not trapped in this relationship with alcohol that you know that's not serving you. So what are you going to learn? We're going to talk about getting honest about your relationship. We're going to, I'm going to teach you how to really, really make a commitment and stick to it, creating those new routines and habits and supporting each other. We're going to talk about what it looks like to really retrain your brain and rewire things. And I know you've heard that and you've probably listened to me over and over about, you know, really understanding that thoughts are just sentences that pop in your brain. Okay, well, we get to choose what we believe and we get to choose which ones stay and what we um, ruminate on, but it takes practice and it takes a process. That's not something you can just go, oh, well, I've had the same quote unquote negative thought for 10 years now. I'm just going to choose not to think it. No, that is not what this is about. This is really uprooting those old beliefs, but also understanding that you can feel emotions in a not so scary way, because I know that most of you are like me and some of you might have not been as hard and avoidant as me. That was part of my journey. I just didn't cry. I just avoided it all. Some of you may cry a lot, but you don't really process and understand what you're feeling. You just say, I'm sad, I'm sad, I'm sad, versus really understanding that you're angry or you're disappointed or you're embarrassed or really walking through what is what does emotions feel like and what are they there to do for us? What are they there? How are they going to teach us? And then really walking through how to calm your anxiety and really begin to walk your life out in the alignment to your values and how God has made you to be and his calling on you. And this is a journey, but this is my help for you. Six weeks, stop over drinking roadmap. You can, it's yours. Once you get it, you can go through it over and over and over. The community is there for you. And I can't wait to see you in there. Stay tuned. I don't have a link for you yet. It's coming. Should be ready by the beginning of November. It's coming. And I'm so excited to meet you and get to know with you, get to know you and just connect. I love it. All right, enjoy the episode, and I hope this helps to get you started. Hey, sister, are you newly alcohol-free, but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of over-drinking, even when you told yourself you would stop, waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing? Is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3 a.m. with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself? You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal, quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found and I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch, or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. 
Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. Okay, last week we talked about the getting honest process as it relates to physical and emotional health, right? That's step one of the 10-step freedom framework that I have created. It's all about getting honest. Then we're going to walk into some other areas after we get honest, and we got to create new routines, right? We have to surrender. We have to declare. We're going to work on this inside of the course together, how you create this commitment that's going to stick. But today I want to talk about step four, which is new routines in action, because we have to consciously make shifts and create new things to replace old habits. There's no way around that. Yes, a lot of this work is very internal. We're going to uproot things deep down. But right now, we have to just dive in and go, okay, what are some habit loops that I'm in? What are some patterns that I'm in daily? And what can I do now that I've really gotten honest? And there again, this frame right now is really focused on physical and emotional health. There's obviously other factors that we will consider, but this is the focus today. So really looking at it and going, okay, if that's the case, how can I create these new things or new actions to help me make these changes throughout the day? Well, I've talked about this before, and I want to remind you, first, you have to really look at your day, right? When do you notice your triggers? you're, You're honest now. You know how you feel. But when do you notice some of these things happening? Is it typically four o'clock in the afternoon? Is it just right after work? Things like that. So know when so that you can know how to really incorporate new stuff. But then also, we're not just placing a new habit inside of when you were drinking. These are going to be habits and new action steps that you're going to put into your life throughout the day. And you'll see when I go on. So let's dive in and talk about the physical part. So what are some new action steps that you can take to improve your physical health? Now, most of you know, in general, a few things off the top, like Reducing drinking or stopping altogether. Going and getting a walk-in. And when I say that, 10 minutes to 30 minutes. This does not have to be, and this is so, we do this so much. We just, what is it that I'm trying to think of? We not really make excuses, although sometimes we do, but just really, we, we don't really give value to what some is better than none. I guess that's what I want to say. So if you only have a 10 minute window after dinner, go get it. Walk up and down just your street for 10 minutes. That's it. However, if you can get a little more time, get it. Just move your body. And it's interesting how I have just noticed because I'm paying closer attention to this now because the weather's getting nice and I just feel better and I sleep better and I function better when I also walk in addition to my workouts. And I'm not power walking, although I will say when I go out my front door and go up, it's up. My first half a mile is an incline, which is fantastic because it gets me going and heats up my legs really quick. But I can do my little neighborhood and it's about 25 minutes. The whole neighborhood is perfect. Usually I try to squeeze it in before it gets dark. I never have been one to like to walk in the dark. So you got to look at that. What does your day look like? But I can just feel so much better. 
obviously drinking more water. Okay, well, how do you do that? How, how will water help you? How will hydration help you? That's something that you can look into. I think we all know that. We have the general sense, like, of course, like, has anybody ever asked you, how much water are you drinking? If you've ever done a workout program, how much water? That's a key to overall health. But do we really pay attention? We're like, ah, well, I've had a couple of my, you know, Tervis cups today or your Yeti or whatever. But there's water apps out there that could help you. And here's what I want you to hear me say is that all these ideas are great and you don't have to do all of them and you don't have to do any of these. Choose your own. It's something you just know this week after you're like, girl, I just got honest on my list last week and this is the one thing I'm doing. Do it. Remember what I said, one thing at a time. We do not want to overwhelm ourselves because just as soon as I try to do all three of these, it's not going to work out well. Habit stack or habit layer. I think a year ago or more, I had a guest on and we talked about habit stacking. It was really cool and some silly stuff like doing squats when you go to the bathroom, which I have not maintained. You know, every now and then I'll do them and kind of giggle at myself. But what things can I put together? Whether it's me making my, one thing I do is every morning when I make my big giant cup of water to start out my day and I put apple cider vinegar in it, I put lemon juice in it. Sometimes I'll put a little um, packet of like a Celsius energy drink because I just love the flavor of it. And I also take my vitamins. That is a habit stack. So those two things for me go together every day. So what does that look like for you? If you want to drink more water, can you stack it with something? Do you want to use an app? That's fine. The next one, um, I put supplements because I'm just a big believer in supplements, especially at my age at 48. There's just things that I can't get from nutrition and there's things that I know I need that I've done a little research around and there's some information in the, the course for you that's just kind of a guideline of some really good supplements that you can take. Obviously, not a doctor over here. And I also have learned a lot and they make a huge difference for us. And I know some of you are probably taking some now. So which ones will help you as you're making these changes? And then the other one for physical health that I put on my list was to create a bedtime routine to support my sleep. I don't always do this very well. Sometimes I finish and, you know, a little show because my routine is, you know, at the end of the day, after dinner, clean up, all the things, I take a shower and then I have one episode of something that I just like to watch. Now, I will say that's where I'm really good about it. I don't overindulge in TV. That's just not something that has, is tempting to me. You know, I, I've heard the stories of, oh my gosh, it left me on a cliffhanger and next thing I know it was 4 a.m. That is not a problem for me. However, that might be a struggle for you. And if it is, take this opportunity to recognize that and learn to create a new routine for your bedtime. Set a timer or set a limit, something like that. I also believe that, you know, soft sheets matter. I use a white noise machine in my room. I make sure I have the fan on. They say cooler's better. All the researchers say cooler. And right now, fortunately, in our area, the temps have just dropped and it has been very cool. My air hasn't come on in a couple of days. This is so cool here. 
So that feels really nice in the mornings um, and in the evenings. So create a routine. So here's the thing about all this too. I don't want you to get lost in research, but it is very simple to find some ideas. If you just don't know, one of the best places to go is Pinterest and just search ideas for a healthy bedtime routine supplements that support me when I'm quitting drinking. I mean, there's so much info on there. You could do Google, but sometimes Pinterest is just quick and easy and fun, and you can just screenshot a checklist, okay? Emotionally, let's talk about that. How can you support yourself with new routines and actions emotionally? Well, for me, one of the biggest things, and this could also be in the faith category, is pray and read my Bible, Use my Bible app or use my Abide Meditation app. I love that app because sometimes I'm just really tired and I'm zoning out when I'm reading in the morning because it's early and I just want to sit there and sip on my hot coffee and play my app. So I play the Abide Meditation app and for maybe like 10 minutes, just listen and there's always scripture and just relaxing really. That helps my emotional health because I'm starting my day calm. I'm not checking my phone and my emails not checking Facebook most of the time. True confessions. Sometimes if I see a notification, I click and I just try to swipe out real quick because it is. I mean, our phones are distracting. So we have to create this stuff for ourselves to recognize getting honest, even how this is a huge derailer or or it plays a huge role when it comes to distraction. If it's our phones and we need to change it up. Another thing on my list is journaling my gratitude or saying it out loud daily. Just really checking in and going, hmm, what am I grateful for today? What feels really true for me right now? I'm just grateful for, yes, this cooler weather and the fresh air and getting to spend time with my boyfriend this weekend and um, just having some quality time with my kids and looking forward to things. And I'm just so grateful for my home is just so cozy and soft and it feels good. You know, just anything, right? And then the next one, emotional health, connecting with my partner and sharing concerns and desires. Exactly. That's on my list too. It matters to me when we connect to be able to, that helps my emotional health, to be able to share my thoughts and my feelings and to be honest and feel safe asking for what I need. That's huge. And I'm going to put a little side note on that because I did not have that before. I didn't experience that before. And I didn't know how to create that before. I'm always going to own my part here. A relationship is truly two people and I'm going to own it. I didn't know and I didn't practice it. But I knew that I was going into this new season of life completely different. So what I want to encourage you is you may be inside of a relationship that has been going on for a long time. And you may not feel connected with your partner right now. What are some things that you can do that will help your emotional health? What does that look like? How can you be honest about it? And then that's something we can definitely go into on a deeper conversation. And my last one on my list today is an emotional health, which also relates to faith, is listening to praise music. I love music. It changes my world. And it's not just praise music, too. 
sometimes I'll just put on my favorite dance stuff or my favorite NF, my Christian rapper dude. I love him. That's how I work out. And I'll crank it up driving down the road. Music changes things for me. So does that, do you love music? Does it affect you that way? It might not. But I promise you, if you find a good praise, make you a playlist of some music you do love, whatever that looks like for you, and dance around, worship, that will help your emotional health. Okay? So I hope this helps. I hope you're encouraged. I hope you will take action and create something new. And I look forward to hearing from you. Let me know inside the Facebook group. Just shoot a post in there. Shoot me a message. I love it. And be on the lookout. Get ready for the Stopover Drinking Roadmap because this is going to be exactly what you've been looking for to help you walk this out right before the holidays and to gain a community that will be there alongside of you. Have an amazing week. I love you. Until next time, stay blessed. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. This is what helps the show grow and helps more women to get their hands on the support so they can choose to reduce their drinking or quit altogether like I did. Go join the community and say hi over on Facebook by searching Set Free Sisterhood. I will also put the link in the show notes. You can also connect with me for a one-on-one discovery call at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. And I want to ask, how do you want to feel in the next six months? Who are you becoming? Are you ready to grow? I see you and I've got you. Until next time, stay blessed.